The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. It came here, the Fandom Nexus. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. Well, Merry Christmas, and yes, I am indeed back again. And this time, though, uh, you're going to hear Lost Boy Philip, but you'll hear him a little bit later on in the show with something I have very special uh, that I have not yet edited at, at the time that I'm recording this part of the show. But we have something very special for you, and I hope you're listening to this uh, perhaps Christmas Day or even the day after. You know what? Take the entire week to celebrate Christmas, but Lost Boy Philip is not here. And guess what? Uh, you know what? For those, I think since we've changed format, I don't think you've been on the show. Uh, nope. We call the Wendy Nerd. Hi. Hi, yes, my wife is here. <laughs> if I'm the pan, that she's the Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, and she doesn't talk much. No, I'm not as talkative as you are. Yeah, you're true. Kind of very much an introvert. Uh, but she's on the show with me because I thought it would be fun today. Uh, we just saw Wonka, so we're going to have a nice our review of Wonka before we get into our special content. Not going to dive into any news or anything. Uh, I just want this to be a quick, fun show for you because I want you to go and have some fun with your families, spend some time over this holiday. But I have something very special to present to you. Uh, I've got a few of my podcast and friends together, and we're going to read for you the entire Christmas story. And I mean, I went back to Isaiah. Uh, We jumped into John a little bit, some Matthew and some Luke. Got everything in there for you. I'll even tell you what verses to, you know, to, that we are reading, so you can follow along if you'd like. Uh, whatever translation you re- want to read, that I don't care. I told them to just read whatever translation is their favorite, so we just go from there. So that's what we got coming up today. Going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it, and uh, I thought what better way to celebrate Christmas than to read the whole reason for the whole thing. Anyway, sure. something I didn't yep. used to be able to do on the show, but, uh, you know. And if I sound a little different, uh, we're, we're sharing... My other microphone that is not as maybe precise, unless I get right up here on it. I don't know. But, you know, so if we hear a little bit of the room, that's why. But we're sharing a mic. It's It picks us up. It's a pretty good mic. Well, I hope so. Bad. You're louder than I am. Yeah, I know. And so I, I, I pointed at you and I'm off to the side. So if I get up in front, it's a completely different experience than having me over here. I'm, I'm sure they can still hear you, yes. honey. Well, if I wanted to, I could I could go right into my RE20, which sounds really good. But then you'd still hear me in this and be a weirdly real echo. And believe me, you're not going to want that, folks. Anyway, so uh, let's just get into it. I'm going to I, I, every time I turn my head away, I can hear it in the headphones. Sorry, folks, but I'm going to have to hit the button, though, and we'll get right to it. Oh, Want to see a movie? Yeah. Any good? It was bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. My eyeballs could have been sucked from their sockets. I like it a lot. The best movie ever made. A, a fandom a nexus, nexus movie review. All right, so Wonka. Now, I, I will admit, I think even early on in the show, when uh, I read up on some entertainment news, that they say, "Hey, we are going to make a prequel to Wonka," I was like, "Ooh, you could really mess this up. This is really bad." And then I saw the trailer, so I was like, "Oh, you know what?" Uh, might be maybe, good. Maybe, yeah, because uh, it you know it looked like what they tried to do is make a prequel to the original Gene Wilder. I think I, I had a bad taste of 
well, Modern Hollywood, and also yeah. Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Oh, good Lord, what a disaster. Uh, but this we had director Paul King, which if I'm uh, recalling what people have said, I still haven't, I haven't seen the Paddington movies. But I, he, apparently he's the director of the Paddington movies, uh, which I remember Paddington as a kid. We used to watch it in school, little cartoons. They were cute. And I never watched Paddington, but I was aware that it existed, like yeah. he existed and that he was, was a, a cute, cute little bear yeah. with a raincoat. They're like marmalade. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, I, I should probably watch those movies. I bet I'd like them because I used to love Paddington when I was a kid. I always thought it was great when we would just sit there and watch a Paddington cartoon. So. I can't tell you all the plots of Paddington cartoons because I was in kindergarten and first grade. I remember, I remember watching those, but I, I, I loved this little cartoon. Maybe that's something we could do like later is we'll just watch, watch the movie, watch, yeah. watch Paddington, and then we can talk about it or something yeah. like well, that. Well, I might have to at some point. Uh, but this was written by Simon Farnaby, Paul Keating once again, and they're they're giving credit to Roald Dahl for creation of one character, though, that popped up. But, you know, situations around it and, you know, Oompa Loompas, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's, you know, they're giving him credit for stuff. Is he alive still? Roll Dahl? No, no, he passed away a while Okay, back. so that's what I thought, Quite so. some time ago. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know that he really got to see any movies of any of his. <laughs> I don't know. Which he might, was really might be not, for the better just because... He's not really was big into television and things like that, and I, I do appreciate there is a nod in the film, too, the fact that he was very much... Kids should read books and use their imagination. Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely a, a serious nod to that that I think Roald Dahl would have appreciated. And I think even Gene Wilder would have appreciated this movie. I think so. Uh, yes. With what they've done, because they really did try to create the feel as best they could of the original 1971 Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, and it was or just, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was that one. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the actual book. And, it was it was just doggone good. Like it was yeah. just fun. Good. I found myself smiling. Yeah. You know, like usually when you go to the movies, I don't catch myself smiling. But this, I was like, man, I am just smiling at just just the movie. Nothing particularly funny. Just just Although, the movie. Uh, it was funny. It I was, was. I laughed out loud a lot. Oh, my gosh. I, I was worried <laughs> I was annoying people at the theater because usually I don't talk in the, yeah. like in the theater but i one point i i just couldn't help but be like oh my goodness <laughs> yeah there's there's some seriously funny moments and one that was just uproariously hilarious that uh, i i won't i won't spoil but yeah and you were just all like almost covering your face like oh my gosh i can't believe this <laughs> it was funny but a little cringy like it was just well, that, a little that's part of what made like, it funny <laughs> But there's not a lot of cringe. Like, it seems like a lot of movies anymore really play up the cringy yeah. as like it's funny. And I've never found cringy as funny. But this was this was like everything was just right. Just enough. You know, Yeah, it was just that little bit awkward, but enough to be funny. You yeah. Know, because the yeah. situation is very hilarious. Yeah. And you, uh, you knew like it was coming. Like, yeah, you know, the two characters. You, you get a You get yeah. a nice little build up to this one little plot point. Yeah. Uh, but this film follows. Uh, now, we were a little late getting in there. Uh, we missed basically. I guess Wonka arriving on a boat, um, but uh, we you know it picks up a you know a great opening number actually mm -hmm. this running during the credits where you see Willy Wonka getting into whatever city you know it's almost like nameless city in the, in the original the, you're like is this in America is this in England I don't the way know they really didn't say in the, they never the very did. first one yeah. anyway and the book I don't believe said I remember I listened to the audiobook a long time ago but you know it really doesn't matter it don't matter I mean mm -hmm. they did kind of play like the British Bobbies and there's some people with yeah. like very kind of British accents in there. 
You get a feel um, that it's like in, in Europe somewhere. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Yes, but not. British ish. You know, sort of. but not. But a lot of people yeah. are still speaking American accents. So yeah. it's like, it's generic. It's like watching Batman in the animated series. What year is this supposed to be? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> again, it doesn't it's, matter. It's the modern 50s family, yeah. you know, or even 30s, 40s kind of style. You know, it's, yeah. it's that Art Deco style. But, you know, because it's got definitely a, a whimsical style. Uh, even it's even more charm and and sweetness put into this maybe than even the original movie did because uh, really the original mm-hmm. the 1971 you know you have the dreary areas where Charlie's at and everything and then when we get into the factory it's all bets are off this one even the uh, the city and the cathedral area that you got to have this a little slightly over the top whimsical style about them it, it seems more there's stylistic stuff going on that's a bit more just musical. And, yeah. and, and that, in that big production, they, big sets kind of way, uh, you know, and the songs, I liked the songs. This, the songs were catchy. And I was telling Jeremy when we when we were headed out of the theater and and going to lunch that I, I like that it didn't have the modern jaunty yeah. regular beat to it. That makes it hard. It was to, not a to Hamilton listen to or, or to sing along with like it was a very and it made sense. I mean, some people might see it cheesy as like, oh, yeah, this is the dark part of town or like they're scrubbing and it sounds like you know what would be there it, you know like a little bit too obvious but I, I liked it a lot and I'm trying they to look the up, songs will get stuck in your head yeah. I'm trying to look up that songwriter again because I it felt like some of them the, the those last two Muppet films as released um, and I really I, I, I wonder if it's the same guy I need to look that up hang on a second talk amongst yourselves that means so you. okay, I guess I get to talk uh, amongst myself, yep. um, but yeah, no, I really and I see I love the um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like the original one. That is one of my absolute favorite movies. I have seen it. I don't even know how many times I could say that I have seen it. So for me to be like okay, like I can see how this you know hooks up and it's in it with the um, with the seventy one one, um, the new one with the seventy one, uh, like that's a lot because it, it is. It's fun. It's lighthearted. And like I said, I enjoyed myself. Which I don't know. The last couple times we went to the movies, I didn't enjoy myself quite so much. I mean, it's not that the movies were bad, but there's not a lot of just lighthearted, just fun movies anymore. It seems like they've got an agenda or we're playing up the drama or the violence or the special effects or something. And it seems like this is hopefully a signal to a return to just going to the movies and having fun. Uh, Yeah. Well, I think they learned their lesson from uh, like the bigger hits, like Top Gun Maverick, like, Hey, that's just pure entertainment. So they're learning from Tom Cruise. Who's just, remember when we just went to movies to be entertained, get told a good story, have fun, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, And that's basically what this, this is this is this is an old school style musical where it's not this quick pace kind of thing. Uh, it's not. And I cannot think of the guy's name who did Hamilton that Disney is now overusing him. Mm-hmm. And to where I'm kind of bored. That music doesn't last for me. I mean, I enjoyed Moana, but mm-hmm. like Encanto, uh, I didn't remember there was any song about Bruno until it became an Internet thing. Because yeah. we, I didn't talk about Bruno because I didn't care. I didn't. The song it didn't it didn't fit that movie at all. Moana, he he did manage to Lin Manuel Miranda's. That's the guy. Uh, his, his what he did with Moana seemed to fit the feel of that in that movie. The Encanto soundtrack, that music, I don't know, it didn't fit. But this, this is an old school musical, and uh, heck, even Jonathan Johnson, I was talking to him, was saying this is 
the slow burn style musical where we're not rushing to tell you the story as fast as we can. We're taking our time and telling you drag. a story. But it doesn't feel draggy. No. You're enjoying everything. You're smiling and you're wondering how is Willie going to get out of this one? And we, we meet all these. You love all the side. Even the villain characters are, are enjoyable. Yeah. Everybody is charming in their own way. Uh, I loved the cast. I loved the characters. I wanted to see the bad guys get theirs. I love the cameos. Oh, my gosh. Cameos. Well, no, like, you know, we had. Uh, oh, Mr. Bean. Shoot. Uh, I like seeing. Oh, some, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan playing, Atkinson he wasn't really there. making a cameo. He was well, playing a character. I know. But like, I liked seeing them. Like, and, you and, like and, seeing like, some of the actors. You know, that Hugh Grant. And then like. Uh, Hugh Grant was so great as a new. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it could not have been better. I mean, really, the, it, it, if it had been any other way, it would have been t- either terribly cheesy. Like it wouldn't have worked. He did it just right. So kudos to Hugh Grant for um, Perfect Oompa Loompa. Uh, yes, he was a great Oompa Loompa. Uh, but yeah, other recognizable faces. Oh, Olivia Coleman, who played Mrs. Scrubbit. Um, uh, I looked when I looked her up. She's actually done some voice stuff and some other things. Uh, and then, of course, Keegan Michael Key is the chief of police. Uh, I, I think the other ones that, I, that you somebody might recognize, Matt Lewis, who plays Prodno, is one of the three major villains. Uh, you might recognize him from those Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton mm-hmm. movies. He was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Uh, he's been in some other stuff, too. Um, I knew was able to identify Jim Carter, which is the uh, Abacus Crunch from or Abacus. Uh, uh, Abacus. I say Abacus. Uh, Abacus. Whatever. Anyway, Mr. Crunch, uh, who is the um, accountant yeah. in there and uh, from uh, Downton Abbey. So I had watched Downton Abbey enough to be like, oh, okay, I see the that guy. guy yeah. That guy. And I, when I was talking to Jeremy, like, I don't know, afterwards, I was like, I was trying to figure out where to place him. I said, he's a very Butler-esque feel to him. And if you've watched Downton Abbey, he's the butler in yeah, well, there. there so go. there there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall, you know, I don't really want to give anything away from the plot. The basic things you would get from the trailer is that Wonka comes into town. He's got a dream of selling chocolate. He's making chocolates with ingredients you would not expect mm-hmm. that he fits right in with what you expect Willy Wonka to be. And mm-hmm. of course, he's got to come up with competition. And guess what? We get to see Slugworth. Yep. Slugworth, who we know is kind of his uh, his nemesis from the 1971 film. We get to see the origins of the, their nemesisery. I'm inventing words. But inventing words is part of the fun of this movie. Yes, Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka invents words. Except words. This is the guy who's going to come up with everlasting gobstopper for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So he gets to make up his fun, weird words. Well, but did you also catch that the other competition at the beginning of the 71 movie, they were also chocolatiers like the was it fickle gruber or whatever like he's, yeah, fickle gruber. his stuff is there in the candy store really yes oh cool so they didn't just come up with those names like they were in the original when you have that scene where you have the the candy man selling the candy and you see these names of the different brands of candy back there that's where they came from oh cool so i kind of yeah. want to watch the the 71 here at some point here this evening but i got work to do well, and but, it's up at school. Yeah. Oh, it. you took it away from us. Yeah. I can stream it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but th- it does lead really well into the 1971 f- movie. What I would like to see, because it, 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 it stops short of some things that I want to see, but it leaves room for maybe another film. Um, we don't get to see where all the other Oompa Loompas come along. We, I want to see some stuff in Loompa Land because, you know, Willy Wonka mentions like all these predator things that pr- are predators to Oompa Loompas or something mm-hmm. like that. I would like to see 
him going to Loompa Land and making friends with the other Oompa Loompas and them all deciding to come live with him in the factory. Well, see, now that's where I think they need to be careful because Charlie and the Chocolate Factory did have a scene where it showed where Willy Wonka. Yeah, but we can throw that movie right out the window. I know. That's that movie has nothing to do with the 71 at all. Well, I I realize that, but I'm just we can do it in a completely different way and actually make it a good movie for once. Well, I know, but what I'm saying, it's been done. So they'll just have to. Yeah, well, it. Be so is this movie it's a prequel so yes it's been done and just just be thoughtful about yeah. it like you did with this one and you'll be fine if they if they go to say hey let's just this felt like people sitting down making movies saying, you know what i really liked willy wonka and the chocolate factory you know what i'd like more of that let's make a movie you know and it's fun when fans make a movie about something because then they like let's put everything we loved into this without it feeling like a big nostalgia trip Although you have some musical cues of pure imagination, you kind of hear in the score every once in a while, you hear little bits of some of the music from from the original, which is great because at the end they use the song again and actually use it where it fits with the story of what's going on. Well, that was something that we talked about, too, when we when we left that I I felt like. The, the songs were not like, oh, it's another song. We have a musical. We have to have songs in here. Yeah. You know, like it fit with what was going on with the, the songs scene. helped tell the story. It was seamless. So mm-hmm. it was nice. So if you're like one of those, like, I don't know about musicals, like you like because it, it doesn't seem like it's a musical, but it doesn't seem like such a musical. Yeah. Like, you know, and at one point they even make the fact that it's a musical as a bit of a joke because one candy makes you break out into song like you're singing in a Broadway production. Oh, that was great. And so they have people who wouldn't normally be singing get to eat a chocolate and then comment, this is such great chocolate. And so it's, it, it's, it'll crack you up. It was just funny. Uh, so they found ways to make make a bit lighthearted of the fact that everybody's singing stuff and giving it reason. Uh, and they don't do big over the top dance productions. Yeah, no. Which I would I wouldn't have minded you know, if they did like like an old school Gene Kelly show. I'd have been, had, I'd have been okay with it. A little bit, there was a little, a little taste bit, but just it. enough to where we're still kind of telling the story. But we're having it's like we're kind of dancing, but we're not over the top. Like, hey, look at me, I'm dancing. It was like here's a nice little dance that just kind of gives them a little bit of fun and character. It didn't feel like stop the marketplace. We have to we have to dance we have now. to break out into song yeah. now. It's kind of like people passing by and they would get affected by the chocolate or get and they caught, dance as they walk by. Would, yeah, you know, and it it was like. It it was an effect of what was happening with Wonka and, and the like. It wasn't suddenly like, oh, now's the cue. Everybody, we practiced this. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, to, to just to wrap this up a bit, uh, this, I think, is my favorite movie I've seen all year. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, I guess I didn't see a whole lot of movies this year, but this is the well, most fun I think I've had in a theater all year. It's the most fun I've had. There were a couple other shows that we watched that I that, that were yeah, that I really we've liked. Seen some good, but movies. they weren't lighthearted. They were yeah. a little more dramatic, a little more heavier. Yeah, this brought to me what I want when I go to the theater, and especially for something I go to see around Christmas. I it's perfect. I miss. The old school Disney where I'd get a great Disney animated film that I wanted to go see in the theater. This hit all the buttons uh, from a classic. What This is what Disney should be making. And Disney doesn't make anymore, in my opinion. Uh, but th- this is if you want to have that great feel good, we can take the whole family. We're going to buy the soundtrack later and we're all going to end up singing it in the car. That kind of thing. Uh, and you're going to end up buying it and watching it again. And your kids are probably going to want to watch it again and again until you're tired of it. That kind of movie. I-, I think this 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 hit all those right buttons uh, to be that kind of movie. Uh, overall, I looked over some critic scores uh, over. I mean, uh, it's certified fresh uh, by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is even at 90 percent, even higher than 
than the critics. Of course, that's that's yeah. typical. Uh, and I even looked over Metacritic as generally favorable favorable scores. When I looked at like the critics that were giving it bad scores, their complaint was that it was just too sweet for them. What is it? Movies too positive? Is that what your problem is? Then there's something wrong with you, Mr. Critic. Yeah. Uh, but really, uh, the negative reviews there were just three of them. Three of them of the of the total. Well, that's 63, 63 critic reviews, only three of them. So 60 were giving a positive to mixed, mostly positive reviews on the Metacritic and yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't look get the actual numbers, but that's out of 279 reviews that you got an 83 percent, 83 percent positive from critics and over a thousand people. An audience score have scored it around at 90 percent. People are having fun and enjoying this movie. And uh, I know we're a little late getting to it. But I'm guaranteed if you take the family out during their, your holiday week, you're all going to have fun uh, unless you're a negative Nancy or something. Sorry if your name's Nancy, you know, or a terrible Timmy. I don't know. Sorry if your name's Timmy. <laughs> unless you're like that, you're going to have fun. Uh, that's and that's that's how I would put it. Well, and I feel like it's it's in my opinion, it's why you go to the movies. You go yeah, to, to have, have fun. fun, to forget a little while, whatever garbage is going yeah. on. You and know, even and if you've never enjoy. seen the 1971 movie, that's fine. You'll like you'll it. like this. And so if your kids, if this is their first exposure to Willy Wonka, that you could all go watch this. And then when you get home, you can go and stream yep. the, uh, the the 1971 film and your kids will have just as much fun watching that one. Yep. And it'll yep. be a nice tie together. And they'll be like, oh, I want to know more about the Oompa Loompas. And that's like, please, y'all make me a good movie about going to Loompa Land and the fun adventures that that could be. Plus, I want to know, you know, you know, Slugworth. Uh, I feel like a bit more stuff could happen with him because he's still kind of a nemesis later. And yeah, these, there these, were a couple these of people kind of these these villains kind of get theirs, but they're still going to be around. Yeah, so. there's a couple of things that uh, were mentioned in the original that didn't happen in here, but that's fine because yeah, we don't have to see everything. It could happen, it could happen later. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously, these the bad guys really do not like him. And I then they'll be back. Like, I mean, they have yeah. the money to be back. <laughs> That'll be Buck. You know, so, yes. And, and I look forward to them doing it and doing a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. But I do have uh, let me I want to. Let me prepare you for what's coming next. Now that we're done with our review, uh, I, I feel like looking you know, at Sunday morning. I'm about to be open your Bibles to you know what, and just because I sound better, because I guess we're done here. I'm going to do this, and so I can sound much better. I know y'all like the sound of my voice this way. So yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, you're opening your Bibles. Let me go and tell you everybody who's come to help me out with this. Of course, you're going to have me. Uh, but Ben Avery, and we want to thank everybody helping me out. Ben Avery, of course, friend of the show. He's been on a few times uh, of, well, heck, uh, quite a few shows. But anyway, welcome to Sector 7, uh, Strangers and Aliens. Uh, I do have links for him. By the way, if you go to NeverlandPodcast.com and you go to our Friends of the Show page, you're going to find links for all these people's shows, I do believe. Uh, but Ben Avery uh, has joined us. Mary Elizabeth Howell, or just Mary Howell from Nerds and Jesus is with us. Jonathan Johnson of Diz Radio. Ricky Pope of Christian Nerds Unite. And of course, Ricky Pope helps us out with the introduction. Uh, of course, you all know Lost Boy Philip and myself. And of course, uh, the Wendy Nerd Heather here, all read uh, from this. And just to kind of get you started, uh, I'm going to do this a little bit weird. So. First, go ahead and open your Bible to John chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 through 5 and then verse 14 before I go backward to Hosea to read, or not Hosea, Isaiah chapter 9, 6 through 7. Uh, and then if you jump back from there, we'll go into Luke 1, 5 through 20. Well, actually, well, yeah, 5 through 24. Why did I, I have a gap. Where did, did anybody read uh, verse 25? Wow. I may have left a verse out of there. <laughs> 
Uh, wow. Okay. Um, this is awkward. Hopefully Ben read and went ahead and read verse 25. I just realized I didn't write it down in our notes. Okay, but you can read 25 on your own in case I messed up. Uh, Ben's going to read for you Luke, Luke 1, 5 through 24. Hopefully he read 25. If not, I'll just, you'll, you might hear my voice when I come in and read verse 25. And then Heather will pick up a verse 26 through 45. Mary Howell will jump in verses 46 through 56. So basically be ready for Luke 1 and we'll read up through verse 50, well, actually, verse 80, because Jonathan Johnson will jump in. So I think we're going to read all of Luke chapter 1. Uh, and then we'll come back to Matthew with Ricky Pope. Uh, he'll be starting uh, Matthew 1, and he'll read 18 through 25. We'll come back to Philip to read Luke 2, 1 through 20, and then I'll come back in with Matthew 2, 1 through 12. All right, have you got all that? Okay, because I, you know, I, I think I know Ricky Pope, at least he goes and says what verses he had in here, but I'm probably going to edit that out because I'll let you know what verses there are. You know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to put all of this, all the verses, into the show notes. So if you go check the show notes real quick, you'll see what verses there are. And in fact, if you want to pause the podcast, so you can look them up in your Bible. I encourage you to do so. Read along with us. Uh, enjoy. Uh, this is something I, I thought would be very special. So uh, please do enjoy. Uh, and we'll come back at the end of the show to wrap this up. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Once, when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by Lot according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. 
Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept on making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. She was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now at this time, Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who would believe that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary 
Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and his name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke to our ancestors. And Mary stayed with her about three months. Then she returned to her home. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed. And he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through the hill and country of Judea. And all who heard them laid up their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. Because of their tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became a strong spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. 
because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the entire inhabitant earth should be taxed. This taxation was first made when Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own city to be taxed. So Joseph also departed from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem in Judea, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So while they were there, the day came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same area, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And when an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were very afraid. But the angel said to them, Listen, do not fear, for I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped and swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a company of heavenly hosts and praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came hurrying and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they made widely known the word which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it had been told them.
Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, and he said, Go and search carefully for the child, and when you have found him, report to me so that I too may come and and worship him. Well, after hearing the king, they went their way, and the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Okay, so now as we wrap the show, you notice I try to keep all the ads out of it until the end here. Uh, but I do want to remind you all that Dubby is a sponsor here. And if you happen to be a gamer, they they, so they recommend themselves to gamers. They're making energy drinks that don't give you the jitters because they're not just crammed full of caffeine. And uh, you order a drink powder, you mix it with some water. In fact, they even have some water bottles. Uh, you drink it up. Uh, I've had trouble trying to get my, I'm supposed to be able to get some stuff to sample, but I, I, I haven't figured out how to work. They're kind of a newer company. Uh, I'm there. I'm probably doing something wrong myself. Maybe I just need to order some of this stuff. They have a lot of different flavors, but if you go to NeverlandPodcast.com, you'll find a huge W logo. If you click that, you'll get right in there. Otherwise, use the discount code NEVERLAND. I probably should update that. Uh, and you should get a nice discount off of your order. We also want to remind you about Podgagement, which I do have, of course, links for that as well at NeverlandPodcast.com. Podgagement used to be known as My Podcast Reviews. If you happen to have a podcast, you'd like to get all your reviews from around the world. Podgagement is the place for you. Uh, Prices are slightly changing. I'm still getting a good price, I know, because I've been there for a long time. But I think he's had to raise prices a little bit. Uh, But it's still a really handy, handy, handy service. And I think he's even working on a WordPress app to kind of help. Uh, show some of your reviews on your website. Although I've got, I'm using some apps. I'm kind of 
bringing my some reviews on so you can see some of the reviews on there. In fact, I've got convenient links for you to leave a review and I could use some reviews. So make sure you go over to neverlandpodcast.com and leave me a nice review there as well. Heck, you can even send us an email podcast at neverlandpodcast.com. Let us know if you enjoy this. If you'd like me to do this, I could Easter, maybe read uh, the Easter morning resurrection story. Let me know. Uh, of course, and we do want to thank Karen Kennedy, Ricky Pope of Christian Nerds Unite, and Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite and Wall Show for helping me out with the intro. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Neverland PCast. Find us on Facebook. There's a group and a fan page if you just look for Neverland Podcast. Eventually, I might have to rename some of these groups or something, but I think that'll still get you there. But we're, we're the fandom nexus now. Uh, so make sure you do that. And also, feel free to donate through Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. I have links for that on the website as well, as well as, you know what, on Red Circle. And if you look in the show notes i have exclusive content that i will make for people who want to subscribe there whenever i have maybe an extended version of a show because i edited a bunch of stuff out uh, that's where it's going to be just an exclusive for anyone who wants to go in there and and help out the show Uh, that is fantastic plus you get a version of the show without the ads in now of course this show i i'm I'm gonna have ads at the beginning and the end but i do not i don't want to put any ads in the middle because i don't want to ruin the spirit of what we're doing uh, but I do have to, you know, have some income to help pay for the show. And so you can be part of that. And I do appreciate you when you do it. So once again, hope you really enjoyed this. Let me know whether or not you did. And I'm going to turn your mic back on so you can say thank you and say, say, say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. And God bless us, everyone. And you know what I usually say at the end of the show? I'm not going to say it this time. I normally tell you to get lost in an adventure. But you know what? We're just going to say Merry Christmas. And God bless us, everybody. Bye-bye. You can say bye-bye, too. Bye. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.